Dear friends in Christ Jesus, once again I extend you all a very warm welcome to you to this Eucharistic celebration, 18th Sunday of Ordinary Time. In the Gospel today, Jesus calls the rich man fool. Three men have all been packed the same lunch for a month straight. The first one opens his lunch box. Seriously, pizza again? If my wife packs this one, packs this one more time, I promise I'm jumping off this building. The second one opens his two. Ah, spaghetti once more? I am with you. If my wife packs this one more time, I'm jumping tomorrow if it happens again. The third one opens up to a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Yeah, same here. Count me in. The next day arrives and all three men receive the same lunch. So they jump to their dead. The funeral is, the funeral is held the next day. With the first and second voice in tears, both exclaiming that if they only knew, they would have packed something different, they would, they would still be alive. Those two men notice the wife of the third one standing there and not shedding tear. They ask, ask her, how can you not be upset? Your husband is dead because he kept getting the same food and she replied, don't look at me, he packed his own lunch. <laughs> Dear friends in Christ Jesus, this man, the rich man in the gospel, Jesus calls him fool. A fool in a biblical language is not a description of mental ability, but of spiritual discernment. According to scripture, a fool is a man who leaves God out of any consideration. Psalm 14.1 says, The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. This man is not fool, not because he said this, but because he has lived his life as if God did not exist. He is a fool in that he did not recognize that his material blessings came from God. Nor did he recognize any obligation to God in the use of his possessions. Fools leave God out of their lives. Greed is the logical result of the belief that there is no life after death. And Jesus started this parable there was a man who approached, Jesus was giving a talk, preaching, and he tell, uh, he was recommending Jesus, tell my brother to share my inheritance with me. And then Jesus asked him, who appointed you as a judge or arbitrator? And then Jesus told, take care to guard against greed, or covetousness, one may be rich, but one's life does not consist in the possessions, abundance of possessions.
when Jesus says, take care, guard against greed or covetousness, and he wants us, we need to protect ourselves from greedy nature. Greed, it means, it, is a, it means the lust to have more than one's fair share. Grasping for more that is never satisfied. To put it another way, covetousness is wanting more of what you already have enough of. Proverbs 21-26 speaks to this very problem when it says, They are always greedy for more, while the godly love to give. The writer of Ecclesiastes says about the greedy, those who love money will never have enough. How absurd to think that wealth brings true happiness, but it's not exactly what we think. There is a, a popular author, Charles Swindle, has pictured this way, a picture, a shipwrecked sailor on a life raft in the middle of the ocean. His terrible thirst impels him to drink the salt water, but it only makes him thirstier. This causes him to drink even more, which makes him thirstier still. He consumes more, more of the salty water until, paradoxically, he becomes dehydrated and dies. And Leo Tolstoy once wrote a story about a, a successful peasant farmer who was not satisfied with his lot. He wanted more of everything. One day he received a novel offer for 1,000 rubles. He could buy all the land he could walk around in a day. The only catch in the deal was that he had to be back at his starting point by sundown. Early the next morning, he started out walking at a fast pace. By midday, he was very tired, but he kept going, covering more and more ground. Well, into the afternoon, he realized that his greed had taken him far from the starting point. He quickened his pace, and as the sun began to sink low in the sky, he began to run, knowing that if he did not make it to make it back by sundown, the opportunity to become an even bigger landholder would be lost. As the sun began to sink below the horizon, he came within the sight of the finish line. Gasping for breath, his heart bounding, he called upon every bit of strength left in his body and staggered across the line just before the sun disappeared. He immediately collapsed, blood streaming from his mouth. In a few minutes, he was dead. Afterwards, his servants dug a grave. It was not much over six feet long and three feet wide. The title of Tolstoy's story was, How Much Land Does a Man Need? To be a fool is to have a missed the point of life. The remarkable thing is that the person that God calls a fool, we would very often call success. Jesus says, this very night your soul will be demanded of you. 
The Greek verb translated here, demanded, literally means to demand back, require back, conveying the idea of life as a loan that must be repaid to God upon demand. Jesus, in, in his Sermon on the Mount, he talks about wise man and foolish man. And those, the wise man is the one who built his house on a rock. Rain came down, streams rose, the winds blew, beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But he, the foolish man is the one who hears God's words of mind, does not put them in practice, like a foolish man, the foolish man who built his house on a sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew, beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Jesus here mentions the two types of foundation. The wise man builds his house on a rocky foundation, and the fool man choosing the sandy foundation that is shaking, not strong enough. And that's what challenge is today. Jesus wants us to have a rocky foundation and choosing him, not wealth. You cannot serve God and wealth. You may hate one and serve another. And this, Jesus would like to have a strong foundation, the rich man, and he was standing upon the weak foundation in the gospel today. And he was thinking about his achievement. He did not think about God. He did not recognize that God blessed him. And uh, what the rich man would do in the gospel, he, he saw the harvest is bountiful. He saw that his, his, his barn is small. He, builds, he liked to big, build a big barn. Will that be over? Then, he would, then afterwards he would find even that big one larger one he would find small he would keep on building and there would be any end because he had laid his foundation on a wealth not on God and that is going to be endless and my dear friends and Jesus would today would, would remember, remind us with a saying here money can buy a house but not a home Money can buy a bed, but not sleep. Money can buy medicine, but not health. Money can buy a clock, but not time. Money can buy a book, but not knowledge. Money can buy food, but not appetite. Money can buy you friends, but not love. 